0: Everybody, it's, uh, it's hey everybody, this is all Van
1: Horn. This is Benjamin This is Jerry, the co-driver of the gas Monster This is David Smith with King Crunch. Hey, this is Darren Basil. Hey, this is Mark Shrieger, the driver of the Devastator Monster Truck. Gary shut G. Hey, this is Barry Mustower, and you're listening to Y'allMonster.com Beyond the Land.
0: A picture or a video may be worth a thousand
1: words, but sometimes bigger stories not always told. We are a program dedicated
0: to telling you those stories with analysts and opinions from those that go beyond the lens. We are AllMonster.com, Beyond the Lens.
1: Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of AllMonster.com's Beyond the Lens. This week we are going to make it a short and sweet one. We're going to speak about a couple of events, including El Paso, Texas, and with the World Finals looming on the horizon, we're going to be speaking about that a little bit, having a little roundtable. I'm joined this weekend I'm joined by Dustin Hart from Nagshead, North Carolina, near the home of Gravedigger, as well as Hollywood Ed Horman near the home of Bigfoot in O'Fallon, Missouri. And guys, it was an interesting weekend as usual in the monster truck field, and we're going to step right into El Paso, Texas. The UTEP Sun Bowl hosted two big events, and we came away with four winners out of four possible competitions. Uh, Gravedigger took a racing victory as well as Lucas Oil Crusader. And then Bounty Hunter won a freestyle and Maximum Destruction with Tom Mintz behind the wheel. Closed out the weekend with a freestyle victory. Two huge shows, one weekend. What were your guys' thoughts from El Paso?
0: We saw some great freestyle action this weekend in El Paso. Uh, Jim Kohler laid down a fantastic freestyle run, run during the Saturday night show. Um, aired out eventually pretty good. Um, put on a great run there. Uh, Mark McDonald actually finished second in his brand new El Toro Loco running a brand new CRD chassis that was just finished up. And, um, Jimmy Crean with a spectacular run, really one of his well done, well calculated, precise kind of freestyles. He did a pretty, pretty spectacular job there. And, uh, another thing uh, to look at was, uh, Nick Owens, uh, after a huge win last weekend in Oakland, picking up the racing win over Darren Migas. um, had kind of a up and down kind of situation on uh, Sunday. Took a nasty roller, endoed uh, Iron Outlaw pretty hard. And uh, that's kind of unfortunate for them because they just put a brand new body on that truck. It was, looks like it might have been a temporary vinyl for the truck or something thrown together quickly for the show. And uh, unfortunately, the truck uh, took a bad bounce when he tried to uh, wheelie over top of an obstacle, almost like a uh, Charlie Pawkin kind of move. And, uh, you know, fortunately, ended up. Endowing the truck pretty hard there, Uh, you know, kind of we've spoken very highly of Nick Owens, especially Ed Horman. And uh, tough to see him get a bad bounce like that. But uh, we're looking for great things out of Nick Owens for the rest of the season. Ed, your thoughts?
1: You're right, Dustin. I mean, I've spoken very highly of Nick. I think very highly of him. I think he's going to be a great driver in the future. He had a bad weekend. Tough break of him. Let's see how he's going to recover from that. Uh, The one thing I want to state is, you know, the Dennis Anderson streak has been broken. Uh, Sunday night, as we alluded to, he did not win. So he had a pretty impressive streak. He went from Las Vegas last year all the way to El Paso this year, uh, winning a freestyler racing at one event. So big congratulations to him. He's on a tear this year. The World Finals is going to be great for him. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, definitely. Wanted to touch on what Dustin was speaking about with El Toro Loco. Uh, Mark McDonald did indeed get a new chassis. I spoke with Carl Van Horn, who works at the Gravedigger shop, and he had mentioned that they had had a chassis sitting there that wasn't quite ready to get going at the start of first quarter. But uh, Bucky and the crew out there got everything finished on the truck and wanted to give Mark a little bit of time before Las Vegas to get things ready and uh, to get a little seat time before the big show. So speaking of the big show, the other big news item of the weekend in my mind, there were two things. One, uh, Tony Farrell, a Gravedigger the Legend. I'm I'm going to continue to eat my words. I question whether or not he could adjust quickly to the truck, uh, a truck that has such a long wheelbase. I'm here to tell you, Tony Farrell's always been able to drive, but he's impressed me even more than usual with the fact that he just almost immediately adjusted to this truck, took to it, and uh, put it through its paces. He got some incredible air in, in the old Gravedigger 12 chassis, had the truck flying around the arena, um, you know, big props to Tony Farrell. That's, it's not easy to adjust like that on the fly. You know, Tony wasn't even in a truck for a little while, you know, was out for a little while working on his trucking business. And, uh, you know, big props to Tony Farrell. Anytime you can drive behind, get behind the wheel of a truck after not driving for a while and uh, honestly get one of the oldest trucks in the business and one of the hardest to drive in freestyle and put down a run like he did in El Paso, big props to him. Great job there. And then, of course, I mentioned Las Vegas, and uh, Chris Bergeron and Brutus got his flag this weekend. Big congratulations to him. Good to have him back. And uh, he put on a great run at World Finals 10, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in Vegas this year. He had some solid runs, and uh, in the videos that we watched, we noticed that uh, there was a little bit of question in my mind as to whether or not Chris drove at the second show. I believe Rich Hilgendorf took the wheel there, so we're going to have to check up on that. But, yeah, we're looking at Vegas. That's the next subject of our little discussion here. And, uh, guys, what do you think about Chris Bergeron getting his flag this weekend? All right, Robbie, I'm really happy with seeing Chris get his flag. Uh, Last year, I know that he wasn't there, and and this year I kind of see him getting his redemption of not being there. Uh, I see big things from him in freestyle. And uh, even in racing, I know that he's – He's uh, prided himself on on getting a lot better in racing. I know we've seen throughout the summer, it seems like he has stepped up in the summertime compared to the first quarter, which is a little weird to me. But uh, I see big things from Chris and uh, the Bergeron machine. (laughs) Yeah, the Bergeron machine has been running well. Um, I believe ever since Chris got behind the wheel of the race source chassis that he currently inhabits, that he's been doing a great job. Um, He has always had the control of the truck the ability to control a truck he just had a truck that was really light sort of uh not i won't say experimental but it wasn't necessarily a good fit for him and rich hilgendorf has done a great job behind the wheel of the former brutus chassis spike so uh, as far as bergeron though he's got a truck that can finally take the beatings that he'll give it in freestyle and it's nice and wide and low for racing and he had a great year kind of underrated year last year in racing, doing a great job. There were times when he was out qualifying the field, he was looking looking real good in racing, just like nobody was gonna beat him. He had an unfortunate rollover I can remember last year in Minneapolis that uh took him out of the running but he was actually looking real good in racing there. And that was a star studded field. I mean, this is a guy that is very underrated as far as his racing abilities just because the freestyle gets all the uh you know the the hype and stuff nowadays, so I look for Chris to do a good job in Vegas. Like I mentioned before, he had a good, solid, full pull type of run in Las Vegas uh, at World Finals ten, and then didn't get the opportunity to run last year, except for a little donut fest in Wrecking Crew. So, hopefully, he can get out there with that new chassis and uh, Team Scream will be in full effect in Vegas. Dustin, what are your thoughts?
0: I'm happy for Chris. Uh, You know, come to know the uh, Team Scream came pretty well over the years, and uh, you know, I I agree with you guys. I think. You know, I've mentioned before that I think Chris, some, for whatever reason, seems to have his best luck in the summer shows. So, you know, usually whenever it comes down to the Monster Jam main season here in first quarter, it seems like every once in a while, you know, he has he shows what he's capable of. And it just seems like a lot of the times he gets a bad bounce here and there or something breaks or something unfortunate. And kind of, you know, uh, Chris is definitely underrated. And uh, he's definitely capable of coming out and shocking people with his racing ability. Um, you know, he's he's very fast, and, you know, on some nights he's untouchable. You know, I look back to the back-to-school Bash Monster Truck Challenge event in Charlotte this year. He came out of nowhere and stole that show. I mean, everybody was thinking Mark Hall or maybe Steve Sims or Carl Van Horn or even Jeremy Slivko. You know, Mike Hawkins was the reigning winner for the last three years at that event. And all of a sudden, here comes Chris Bergeron. Not only is he in the finals, but he, you know, cracks the whip, pulls out a come from behind win on the last stretch to beat out Mark Hall. You know, the truck's got a lot of power. It's a great piece that Source chassis runs excellent. And uh, ever since he's gotten behind the wheel of that truck, it's, you know, Bergeron has been far more consistent. And, uh, you know, if, if he can, you know, if things go well for him, if the truck holds together, if he doesn't get a bad bounce, you know, I can see Bergeron doing great things in Vegas this year.
1: Definitely a good call, and you touched on one thing I wanted to mention before we close the show out. That Kohler horsepower. Jim Kohler has been making engines those those five uh the 575s for a long time, and uh, his motors have a distinct sound to them. If you listen to any YouTube videos, anything on the on the Kohler camp, you can hear the power that they have, and you can see the power that they have. When Kohler or are on any of those four in the team, scream stable, crack the whip as you mentioned those trucks take off and those trucks fly. That's something that's not to be out, outdone or overrated for Las Vegas. So we are going to be able to check some more things out with Las Vegas next week on Beyond the Lens. For Dustin and Ed, I'm Robbie Hot. You've been listening to AllMonster.com's Beyond the Lens. And that's it for this edition of the AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. On behalf of everyone here at the show, please tune in next time, and thank you.